Let us pray, speak to us this afternoon, that Lord, the time that we shall spend in your presence will be lifted, will be encouraged, will be restored, will be re-energized to continue to serve you. In Jesus' name we all say, Amen. Praise the Lord. It is not by mistake that we are in the presence of the Lord. Indeed, my name is Keyboardist. Don't go away. I need you. <laughs> Um, it is not by mistake that we're here, and uh, Reverend Beatrice did all the introductions. Indeed, I'm married to Dorcas, and God has given us four children, and we bless the name of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yes, I'm from Around Around, St. Stephen's in the Diocese of Kampara, so we are Around Around. We have very few uh, parishes in the Diocese of Kampara, and so we bless the name of the Lord. This afternoon, we're looking at the theme, Arise to rebuild your old runes. Arise to rebuild your old runes. This week, the past week, and we are still in the mood, the key headlines were that the tomb was empty, the stone was rolled away, and death was defeated. I'm even talking to those, maybe you're here, and you're preparing to be in the funeral service later on in the afternoon. Remember, the tomb was empty, death was defeated, and life is now worth a living just because Jesus lives. Can we give a hand clap to God for that? For all the gospel that we share and whatever we talk about, we have one basis that we serve a living God and he lives so we confess tomorrow. Because he lives. I confess tomorrow because he lives. Oh, fear is gone because I know he holds my future and life is worth a living just because he. There's something that God did, He sent His Son. God sent his son, yes. They called him Jesus. He came to love. Yes, his mission was to heal and forgive. He lived and died to bite my pardon. An empty grave is there to prove. My Savior, because He lives, because He because He lives, I confess tomorrow, because He lives. Oh, fear is gone, because I know He holds my future. And life is worth a living just because there's a verse that starts with and one one day and then one day that one I cross the river I'll fight oh yes Jesus and for with pain and then as death yes gives way to faith I'll see the light of glory 
I know him. That's because he lives. Because he lives, I confess tomorrow. Because he lives. Oh, fear is gone. Because I know he holds my future. And life is worth a living just because he lives. Just four points I want to bring out of that song. This is a restoration program. God's restoration program that we will live tomorrow. Four things. One, we can face tomorrow. Just imagine the times when we have lost all hope. But this reminds us that victory is on our side. That means we can face tomorrow. Number two is that the fear must be gone. Fear for anything. Fear of death. Fear of any financial situation. Fear of what is happening in your home. Fear over your children. That must be gone. Then number three, that he holds everything together. He holds today, he holds tomorrow, he holds my future. And finally, life is worth a living. Let us praise and give the Lord another round of applause. You can be seated. And as I talk about arise to rebuild your old runes, I'm trying to best, I'm basing on this song. I'm basing on what has happened that God is in the process of restoring us and bringing us back to him. That the past should be gone, the past failures is gone, and now we are living a worth life of knowing that the future is taken care of. All that is God's restoration program for his people, and that is what he said, for God. It starts with God. John 3.16, it says, for God. It didn't start with you and me. It didn't start with any professionals. It starts with God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him will have life. Will not die. We're not going to die. But we'll have life. Life in eternity. That is God's program. Restoration program. God to renew us and to bring us back to him saying, I still have you. I still need you. And so as we look at the theme this afternoon, we're looking at God's desire for our lives today. Our scripture this afternoon is from the book of Isaiah chapter 64. And I'm going to read from verse 1 to verse 4. Isaiah 64, and I'll read from verse 1 to verse 4. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me. Because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion. To bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes. The oil of joy instead of mourning. And the garment of praise 
instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called ox of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew their ruined cities that they have been devastated for generations. Let me repeat verse 4. Put verse 4 for me again. They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the place, places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities that they have been devastated for generations. This is the word of the Lord. What does it mean when we see the word ruins? Ruined. Ruined. These are remains, wrecks, shells, the reminders of the things that have stayed either of a building that has been broken down, of a nation that has been broken down, of anything that has been broken down, the remains are called ruins. And here we are saying the theme is arise to rebuild the old ruins, the old remains in, 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 in the simple times. I've watched the ruins of ancient Greece on, on, on TV and on YouTube, and I've seen the city broken down, destroyed, and building decayed. And we have also seen places in Uganda, or even in our city, places that have gone down, foreign, wrecked, and decayed, and in bad shape. And God is bringing that picture of saying, arise now, I want you to build something that has decayed, that has broken down, something that is no more, that has been there for the past many years. This passage contains, without doubt, one of the most beautiful restoration promises of God to his people. First, with the reality of ashes, ruin and discouragement, God raises his voice and announces in the passage a new time for his people. A time of renewal and encouragement. A reminder of what God can and will do for his people when faced with extreme pain and uncertainty, just as we see today. And so in the passage, we see Isaiah prophesying and bringing out the information and saying, they will rebuild the ancient ruins. Who is he talking about when he says, they will rebuild? He's talking about his children. And in the previous verse, we talked about those ox of righteousness. Those are the people that he's talking about. And those are the people he's talking to this afternoon as we come in the presence of the Lord. He's reminding us of our duty to rebuild the ancient ruins, things that have been broken down. This is not the first time we are seeing a prophecy about rebuilding the ancient ruins. Isaiah 58 verse 12, you see Isaiah proclaiming and saying, you will discover that there are people among you own who can rebuild this broken down city out of the ancient ruins. You will farm up its ancient foundations and all around others will call you repairer of broken down walls and rebuilder of livable streams. The psalmist as well is encouraging himself and he says, you have made me see hard times. Psalm 71 verse 20. He's talking about the past times, 
that they were broken, reminders, and he's calling them hard times. And the psalmist says in Psalm 71 verse 20, he says, you have made me see hard times. I've experienced many miserable days, but you will restore me again. Wow. You will raise me up from the deep pit. Amen? And that is where God is now taking us. He's saying enough is enough. The past is gone. Everything was damaged. The remains are there. But it's now time for me to come. Together we shall rise up and be restored to where God wants us to be. Praise the Lord. And the psalmist brings it out clearly. I personally notice that the pandemic, this COVID, has really destroyed many things. Even after the many two to three years passed, we are still being affected by the pandemic. Our businesses are broken down. I was reading the papers, the monitor this morning, saying over six business companies are in losses. They have made losses. And that's not easy. Even the small businesses, meaning they are affected. Our economy is struggling. Our future plans have been diverted. Uncertainty of losing dear ones. Death is too much. A whole family on the massacre road just going down. And every day we are having funeral services. Even this afternoon, we've lost a dear one. Talk about family breakdowns. Husbands running away and wives fighting. And then finally, which is so sad, our spiritual lives. That it's even hard to pray. It's even hard to open the Bible every day and do devotions because we have been traumatized by this thing called COVID-19. But my friend, God's plan for our lives is to restore us, bring us back to where we're supposed to be. It's to renew us, it's to rebuild us, not just in the future, but even now. That is a plan. Let's not lose hope. Because our lives should be an ongoing process of being renewed and growing. God's desires to breathe in us new life. God desires to see us grow. God desires that we may have life in his fullness as he had promised before. The psalmist writes in Psalm 23, a common verse, verse 3, and he says, he refreshes. Do you know the word refreshing? Like he's bringing back. He's refreshing and restores my soul. Wow. That is our desire this afternoon. That you refresh and restore our souls. And then he leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. When he says restoring and refreshing, means the original thing is no more. But when you refresh, then you get back to the original time. My brothers and my sister, that is a message for us from the Heavenly Father. In the business of bringing us back to the time where we need to be. Many of us have cried and cried. Many of us have grumbled. Many of us have lost it all. But let me tell you, we still have a living God. Who died and rose from the grave. That you and me will be restored to him. Will be refreshed and will enjoy life in his fullness. Therefore, this afternoon we are saying, arise, you and me. Let's arise and be part of God's restoration program. It is a new story. 
to be written in our lives. The story of the prodigal son who left his home, who left his father, and went and lived a mess life. He went, he lived a life, and he was lost in the world. He lost it all. His life was ruined. Everything was all over the place. But there's something that he did. He had to take time to come to his senses. Luke 15 verse 17. It says, I will get up and go back to my father. That is a step that God calls each one of us. And it says, arise now. Come back to your senses. We need to get back to our dear father. Why are we handling things on our own? Why are we looking at children and we can never sleep because we think they're going to be destroyed? Why are we looking at our businesses and we can never sleep? Why, why have we lost all hope? We need to come back to our senses and say, God, who has a program to restore us back to himself, he is waiting for us. He is waiting and saying, my son, stop crying. My daughter, stop crying. Your husband is going to come back home. Your children are going to be fine. Your business is going to be well. Your spiritual life is going to be perfect. Just come and put your hope and trust in me. Arise. And you know, when the prodigal son came back to his senses and went, he took a step to the father. His dear dad was just waiting. <laughs> Anytime. Come, my son. Come, come. And they hugged him. And everything was restored to original. Refreshed to the original. He is back home. And there's great celebration. No more crying with the pigs. No more suffering. Everything was restored to the original. Would you want to be like him? Come back to the father. He is waiting for us. Arise. And Jesus, after reading the scripture in Isaiah 61, this Isaiah that I read, 61, Jesus read it. He read the scroll. And after reading the scroll in Luke chapter 4, verse 21, he had to put a nail onto it. Luke 4, verse 21, listen to what he says, that today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. So it says, and he began by saying to them, today, this scripture in Isaiah 61 is fulfilled today in your hearing. It is still active. It's still being fulfilled. And this is a time that is ready to restore us. Back to Isaiah, there are things that he mentioned. He said he's to set up the bind up the brokenhearted, those who are in captive, those who are mourning, those who are grieving, those who are in despair, these are the people that he wants to restore back to his glory. If you're part of them, the Lord is ready to touch each one of us. So what do we need to do, you and me? As we arise to build up the broken runes, number one, it's a call to prayer. What did I say? A call to prayer. Getting back on our knees. One of the things that COVID, this pandemic destroyed is a time as a family having a unit to pray together. Yes, when there was lockdown, we would, but after that, we all ran away from that point that we had learned. 
And I pray that we get back on our knees, you and me, and say, God, we need you more than ever. Enough is enough. Whatever you touch goes all over. Have you been doing and you touch man and you just see it running all over? You don't know where it's going. Whatever you do is not being blessed. Everything you're praying for is not working out. God is saying, if you arise, arise on your knees and let us pray. The Bible says in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, a prayer of restoration. 2 Chronicles 7, verse 14. And it says, if my people, who are the people? You and me. It says, who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin. And you know what else he will do? He will heal the land. Healing is a part of restoration. Healing is to bring us back to where we are. And if there's anything that needs to be healed, it's our land in Uganda. If anything that needs to be healed is our families where we are. Anything that needs to be healed are our children, the next generation. With whatever is happening in the social media and what we are crying against, our land needs to be healed. But for it to be healed, it's going for you and me to pray. To humble ourselves and turn away from our wicked ways. A call to repentance. May the Lord help you and me that we get back on our knees and pray. And that is why we need to arise and build the broken ruins through prayer. Number two is to reestablish your foundation. Reestablish our foundation. And today our foundations are very shaky because they are foundations that depend on earthly things. They depend on fame. Our foundation depends on money. Our foundation depends on my spouse. The foundation depends on the church I go to. The foundation depends on my children. Depends on where I come from. And all these will pass away. That is why we are shaky. But it's a call to reestablish our foundation. And the only foundation is in what? Jesus Christ. It's that him that says our sure foundation is only who? In Jesus Christ. The Bible says some trust in horses and others in chariots. But for us, we hope to trust in the Lord our God. Now, we put our hope and trust in the Lord, we will never be moved. I shall not be moved just like a tree planted by the water side. I cannot be moved because my foundation is in Jesus Christ. Number one is a call to prayer. And number two is to reestablish our foundation. And number three is to share the message of hope to others. Are we ready to share this message? Isaiah is reminding us that arise. So we need to arise and share this message to our people in our homes. To share this message to the people that we are able to be in contact with in our offices, in our organizations, even in our churches. That we share these messages of hope that Christ is risen, Christ defeated death, and therefore we have hope and victory is on our side. Praise the Lord. Let's not grieve. Let's not be people who are helpless and hopeless. Let's not be people who are going to cry and cry as if we don't have a father. Let's not be people who are going to look at the, 
are the things of the past and think there's no future. No, with God, everything is possible. Let's continue to stand in his presence. His presence is, is, is amazing, just as we are singing, and his fullness of joy. My brother and my sister, let us arise and build the broken runes through prayer, through establishing our foundation, and sharing the message of hope. Shall we stand and pray? Maybe you are here and you don't know what peace means. You have lost all joy. You live a life where you just want to die because you are tired of your life. You look back and you see everything has fallen apart. No more business. Your marriage is down. Even you personally, you've even lost appetite. This afternoon, you're being reminded that Christ died and rose from the grave. And he has a program to restore you back to his glory. Open your heart wherever you are. And just say a prayer and say, God, I'm coming back to you. I'm broken. I'm desperate. I've been ruined, but I'm not giving up on you, Lord. Teach me your ways, Lord. And help me to put my trust in you because I know with you everything is possible. And I'm on the winning side. Lord, have your way. I'm coming back to the heart of worship when it's all about you. When it's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I made it. Where it's all about you. It's all about you. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I made it. When it's all about you, it's all about you, it's all about you. Lord, it's all about you. You are the rebuilder of these ruins, oh God. We cannot build in our own strength. We thank you that we do so by coming to you in prayer through repentance. And so, Lord, we repent of our waywardness. We repent of our lostiness. Sometimes we, repent, we get lost when challenges come away, we get so absorbed in issues and we forget to put our trust in you. Indeed, we need to fix our eyes on you, you who is the author and finisher of our faith. We ask, my Father, that you'll encourage us, you'll help us as your word has challenged us, that we'll return to you, coming back to the heart of worship, that we'll worship you in spirit and in truth. 
that yes, Lord, as we honor you and as you forgive our sins, Lord, indeed may you heal our land, beginning with us who are here. Heal us of the waywardness, O Lord. Heal us of the corruption, my master. Heal us, O God, of the deceit. Heal us of the greed. Heal us of the immorality. Heal us of the perversions. The Lord, we will not be lost in LGBTQ+. Yes, Lord, we call forth the people that are lost in LGBTQ+. They are your people, my God. We stand in the gap for them. We know some are in fear. Some are wondering what to do. But we pray in the name of Jesus. The Lord, you call them back. We call them forth in the name of Jesus. We call back a people that are lost in addictions. We call back people that are lost in all sorts of things, oh God. People that are in gambling. They don't know what to do. People that are lost in evil spirits and witchcraft. And they are lost in sorcery. They are lost in divination. They are lost in all other things, oh God. But there are also people that are just lost in their own ways. In their money. In their work. And they do not know that you are the source of everything. Lord, I ask that you will have mercy upon each one of us. And Lord, I pray that indeed you help us to build on you the rock of ages that we will rebuild our foundations on Jesus Christ we will rebuild our faith the Lord amidst all the challenges and struggles we will re-establish our faith in you and I'm praying Heavenly Father for someone who has never known you as Lord and Savior the Lord you challenge them convict them by your spirit O Lord convict them of sin of righteousness and judgment that they may come to the knowledge of your truth and the Lord, these people will be established in you that will be able to disciple them and call them to know you more, O oh God. Help them and help all of us to know you more. And Father, we pray that you challenge each one of us to be able to go out and share your word. For you have given us a great commission that will go out to the whole world and minister to the ends of the earth, that people know your word and the Lord, they will be established in you even as they are discipled. I pray in the name of Jesus. The Lord, you help us to rebuild our ancient ruins. Whatever has been lost, we know that there is restoration. You are God of restoration. You are God of a second chance. Lord, let there be a restoration. Let there be a revival in our lives. A revival in our marriages. A revival in our relationships with our spouses, with our children, with our family members, a restoration, Lord, in our business, in our work, a restoration in the church, oh God, a restoration in the morals. We pray for a restoration. Lord, restore our hope and help us to grow together even as we unite, O oh King of glory, for service and growth. We pray the Lord you bless your servant, our brother, Mr. Simwe, the Lord, you revive him, you restore him too, even as he has refreshed us. Bless him and continue to anoint him. And bless us all, O oh God, even as we continue in this service. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, we pray. Amen. Amen. A big hand clap to the Lord.